Hey guys, and welcome to a new episode of What We Are Podcast. This oh, is yeah. your host, Caesar, and I'm right here with uh, my other host, Chris Fratterman. Frat, frat, br- br- Fratterman. Fratterman. You're a frat boy. How you doing, Brad? We got some natty ice. I'm going to go crush some puss. <laughs> How you the doing sorority, today? the sorostitutes next door are going to stop down. No, the sorostitutes? Is that what they call them? That, I met a friend who told me that, and I was like, that's kind of that's kind of mean. Like, if a sorority girl, mm-hmm. he was from a fraternity. Okay? okay, yeah. These horrible institutions, United States, yeah, where it's just like brewing. Uh, I guess someone would say toxic mas- masculinity. Yeah. Okay. Where okay. certain rules fly, in other places people would be like, this is terrible, you know? Okay. So like for soror- example? Yeah, for example, if a sorority girl, they're like fraternities, but the female version. Okay. Slept, a sorority? Yeah. If, if they slept with um, more than three guys of the same fraternity, they became that fraternity's sorostitute. <laughs> <laughs> mm. That fucking sucks. Yeah. Did you go to college in the States? Yes. Okay, and, and were you, like, on campus and all that? Like, the way they show it in the movies? Yeah, actually, it's surprising, like, it's in the movies. Not, like, over the top, there's 80 people at the party. Uh-huh. But it's just as grungy. Uh, really? Or, like, fake. Like, I don't know. Plastic? There's like, yeah, there's, like, a DJ who's another kid who's studying who's just as disorganized and fucked up as you are, you know, like, at the party. And then there's the guys who decorated the, the house, and they, they, like, really tried, even though they're just... Like twenty-year-old douchebags who are constantly stoned and drunk and yeah. wasting their parents' money. Yeah, you know? yeah. I would have loved to go to college in the states. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it must have been a lot of fun. Yeah, because everybody thinks like you know, like you have college for that. You know, like sex, you'll do it when you go to college. Everybody gets laid at college. You know, yeah, like yeah. that kind of shit. That shit ain't true here. People don't you know? say there's college for that. Not really. Because I mean, every- everybody says that in the United States. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like something that every no here. It's like. Uh, yeah, like, you're supposed to have fun in college, but um, it's it's just that there's not a campus here. I don't know if there is any university that actually has a campus where you can go and live in it. You live in... Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Living in the university, is, it's so much fun. It it's must so be. much fun. It must be, yeah. yeah. I can imagine. I would have I gotten a hell of a lot of STDs, man, if I lived, like, in a, in a college. So what, what do you have to do to be in a fraternity? Is it anybody? Like, I know that I've seen in movies that you got to, like, apply to it and shit. Have you heard about hazing? No, what's hazing? How do you spell it, first of all? H-A-Z-I-N-G. Hazing. And so... Word of the day, guys. Yeah. So each each frat has, like, an archetype of what kind they're looking for. Okay. So there's, like, the juniors and the seniors, like, the third years and fourth years Uh that admit the freshmen. So there's a lot of freshmen come to their house. They have a big party, and they say... Freshmen is, like, the first year of college, right? Yeah. Okay. So they invite them over, and they say, hey... Come check out our frat. It's totally free. It's on us, guys. Have a good night. You know, enjoy yourselves. And then we're going to have our first initiation. Okay. <laughs> it's totally different. And okay. the initiations are fucked up. So they pick like 20 people. And they're, the idea is like they want to whittle them down. They want 10 to leave. Okay. They're like 20 guys that they're like that they might be able to join our frat. But first we have to prove that they're like loyal to us. Okay. So they do some fucked up stuff. It'll be like... You gotta stay in this basement for 24 hours. Like, God. Okay. Yeah, like um, Buffalo Bill style, kind of. <laughs> like, it puts the lotion <laughs> on his skin, <laughs> or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> kind of. It's oh, like fucked up stuff like that. Or it'll be like you're gonna get super drunk, and now you gotta climb up these stairs, and then climb down these stairs, and we're gonna put a peg on your knee so you have like a peg leg. Oh, all right. Then, like, people get hurt, you know? Yeah, yeah. Sounds like it. 
And then there's some really like borderline stuff which they supposedly have stopped doing, but I don't think they really have. Like the elephant walk. What's the elephant walk? These are the really bad ones. Okay, cool. It's like <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not gonna say cool. What? It's, it's just it's really like humiliating. Okay, they, they get like a bunch. All the fraternity guys, the initiated, initiating ones, mm-hmm. have to get naked. All right, completely naked. Completely naked. They okay. get in the line. The, you have to hold the penis of the person in front of you and the penis of the person behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that sounds fucking humiliating. That's the elephant walk. Yeah. Why the fuck would you do that just to own a fraternity? So what are like the pros of being part of a fraternity? Like why would you go through all that hell? The pros are – actually, there's a lot of pros. Okay, like what? You it's so funny, we're going to talk about something totally different, and now we're just talking about college and fraternities. Okay, but go on. Because it's such a weird phenomena. And I talk to people in Europe mm-hmm. about it, and they're like, no, we don't have fraternities like that. No. I talk to people in Australia. It's like, nah, mate, we don't fucking got that. We ain't fucking got that, mate. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't cunts, we're not going to fucking do that. <laughs> <laughs> we talk to, like, yeah, in, in Britain, right? They don't have this kind of stuff. It's strictly certain massive campuses in the United States that have this phenomena. Does that even happen in the Ivy League as well? Ivy League, for people that don't know, are like the most prestigious universities, Harvard and yeah. Oxford and all that other erds. <laughs> um, I mean, my brother went to Harvard. <laughs> okay. Because my brother's fucking intelligent, like really, really smart, like fast, and he's good at computer engineering and things like that. Okay. So he went to Harvard, and I saw his like Post experience and in him being there. Uh-huh. Um, and I would say they had, like they lived together in certain rooms. Uh-huh. They didn't have fraternities in the same style. Okay. But they, they all had, like, groups they belonged to, like uh, National Lampoon, like people who write, wrote the comic on campus. Okay, okay. Um, so the comedian writers were part of their group. They weren't a fraternity, but they had, like, a very tight-knit group. All right. But there are stories about fraternities, like, in Yale uh-huh. um, and, like, secret societies. I think yeah. basically the higher-ups have, like, secret societies. They don't have fraternities. <laughs> oh, that's fucked. Where they, like, all masturbate in coffins and stuff. And there's, like, stories of these secret societies that George W. Bush was in. And I think Bill Clinton was in the same one. Well, yeah. And in uh, House of Cards, they talk about that. In the first season, I think. They, they reminisce about those, like, the secret societies they were part of. Where they would do, like, these weird-ass shit. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, totally fucked up. Um, things that they can't reveal to anybody. Uh-huh. But then stories come out later. Like, oh, this secret society... As part of their initiation, yeah, like they said, like they masturbate in coffins or, I don't know, they have to reveal stuff, um, like details about themselves or it's, it's weird stuff like that. Um, and they all do that. And so you, you know that like former presidents of the United States were part of this. It's, it's really yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, um, but you never told me what were the pros of being in a fraternity. The beta, chai, zeta, whatever. You live in a house. With other people. Okay. So first of all, you get like a house, not a You're dorm. You're in a fucking nice house. Okay. Because former members of fraternities, basically they they have a network together, mm-hmm. and these same fraternities exist. They're you know they'll say like um, Alpha Sig Tau. Alpha Sig Tau exists in Pennsylvania State. It exists in California, in University of California. It exists you know University of Florida. It's the same fraternity all across the entire nation. Okay. So anywhere you go. You if can seek a brother. You can find a brother. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone, like, they have their handshakes and they have this sort of yeah. code. That, like in Road Trip. Yeah. Have you seen Road Trip? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, first of all, you live in a really nice-ass house. You have a nice-ass house. You got a network of people that, like, will vouch for you. Like, fraternity brothers will die for each other. It's like, the, even though they have, each, you know, they have fights with each other, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a reality show, kind of. Okay. But they still have, like, a, a strong group. 
And does it give you like a sort a sort of status? Because I don't know if it's maybe because of the media, but I've always heard that like fraternity people are seen as kind of like douchebags. Yeah, because you're putting a bunch of people that want to be alpha males uh-huh. all in the same house. Yeah. Like 20 want to be alpha males in the same fucking, you know, like yeah. shit's going to happen. They're going to be assholes. Yeah. And they're going to look down on other people and they're going to, you know, not do things that are not nice to women sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Does it go though hand in hand being being a fraternity and being like a fucking misogynistic asshole? Completely, completely. Because if I don't know, I, like there's that joke from Louis C.K. Like you see groups of young men walking around, they're just so frustrated and, and want to have sex, and there's just cum coming out of their eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's like that. Mm. You see groups of it's the aggression like feeds on itself. Yeah, yeah. But they're not all like that. Some of them are like they're not all out. So you strictly were, alpha male. So were you ever part of a fraternity? I had friends who were in fraternities, and I'd like go to the parties, you know, once in yeah. a while. Okay, but really you were fun. never part of one. I was never part of one. I heard stories. Okay, being part of a frat too is like any drug you want. It's right there. You're in the frat. Really? Yeah. So it's like a way to score drugs then. Also, it's a way, also. To, it's a way to score drugs and, and women and women. That's weird. Yeah, and elephant walks. And elephant walks. If you're trying to score some elephant walks. Humiliation. Yeah, over here they got like el mechoneo. Yeah, you, you ever, you've heard of that? No. So el mechoneo is it's the first day of college. I think it's a it's a dying tradition. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've seen. Well, you see people in the street yeah. and they have like feathers on them and they. Yeah. So the idea is that the first day of college, you got to go with clothes that you really are not intending on using ever again in your life, because they're gonna break off your clothes and you know tear it up. And they'll throw, like, eggs at you and shit. And then they'll take all your stuff, and they'll be like, okay, you got to bring us back, I don't know, 20 duca or something like that. Yeah. And then we'll give you your shit back. And that's why you see people, like, asking for money on the streets with egg, egg whites on their hair or whatever. I saw that a lot in Valparaiso. Yeah. And Vigna also. Yeah, because it happens, like, in universities. Like, institutions, like, if you go, like, to Duogo in Acap, they won't do that. You know, like, institutions. It's only, like, for universities. Like, for real-ass universities. Okay. But um, I think it's been dying down because, you know, people started saying it was aggressive and shit like that. But to, uh, to be fair, though, there was some shit that was pretty aggressive. I remember once there was something in the news that they threw a dead dog to people. Oh, no. For part of the mentioneo. Kiss it. Kiss it. Yeah, yeah. They That's had, like, a up. fucking dead dog fucking around. Or they would throw, like, a cocktail of, like, piss and vomit. All right, like, that you know, pretty fucked yeah, up. Yeah, like, eggs and feathers. Like, all right, you know. It's kind of, like, juvenile maybe. But, yeah, like... Piss like you could actually get like hepatitis from that shit. Wow. You know, or kissing wow. dead fucking dogs too. So yeah, I think because of that they had to tone it all down like um like yeah, no more with this shit. So I don't hate the tradition. Like if someone No, no, not necessarily. You know, it's a little bit humiliating, but it's mm. like, yeah, shit, you gotta go to the street mm-hmm. and, and ask for money. And then, for money. and then allegedly, I don't know, because I've never known anybody that was a part of El Michoneo, but and then afterwards you would all get like drinks and be like, okay, you, you like welcome to, to college. college. Yeah, that's yeah. cool, that's cool. Mm-hmm. You start from the bottom. Mm. Uh, and I heard that there were like if people didn't show up to that, it would be like it would be hell for them later. Really? Like, if you're supposed to be on the first day of college and you don't show up, they're, they're going to remember. That's the piss bags. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, dead dogs ain't cool. <laughs> no, no, dead dogs ain't cool. Yeah. Piss, actually, no, actually, piss bags ain't piss cool. Piss and vomit, no. You know? But, yeah, like eggs. I don't know. I think it's kind of uh, harmless, I guess. You know? And That's I what guess it is. people want to live the experience, too. Like, you know? Like, I guess somebody wanted to. And you know what happened? I remember, like, back in the day, I remember seeing a lot of people asking for money that you'd be like, these guys ain't from college. 
You know, like no, I, they like would I fake mission hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty certain. Like I don't know anybody have, but I don't know. I've seen like fucking old like me. Like imagine me like covered in egg white, be like, hey, you got some money, bro? You know? Like, yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> like I kind of nah. feel. Yeah, some people like the bums is like, yeah, today is the day. You know, everybody, because yeah, if you see one of these kids, you want to give them money. You know, like poor fucking bastard. You know, yeah, he's walking yeah. around barefoot. You know, with fucked up shit in his in his body. But um, yeah, banana I mean, sticking out of his asshole, asking for money, <laughs> yeah, grabbing guy. each other's dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Yeah, so I, that's that's pretty much it. I've never heard like of a fraternity here or anything. Like they could have maybe secrets. I don't know. I don't think so either. No, no. I mean, it's it's just how would you do it? Like there is no campus here. There is no way to actually, you know, live together for college. Mm. Um, I know that of certain people that go to study. I don't know, like people that study in Playa Ancha, Valparaíso, they'll get like sure. a room that they rent out, and sometimes a lot of college people will will be scoping out for these kind of deals. You know, like, oh, you oh, yeah. una pension acá barata, and then maybe yeah, I you think could... I almost lived in one of those when I was... Yeah? I lived in Playa Ancha for, like, two months. Okay. I was looking around different places, yeah. And was it shit? It was just, there were always people around. And there's just universities, and yeah, the Michoneo, and just, like, tambores, and... Mm. It was just hectic all the time, right side of La Upla. I couldn't deal with those fucking tambores, man. I can't deal with them here. Yeah. No, Imagine pretty much Valpo. all the fucking time. But they had mil tambores, and that was really fun. Oh, I can't stand that shit. That was incredible. That was incredible. I, yeah, I would never go. I mean, I felt bad because you see the pictures afterwards about pollution or whatever. But exactly, yeah. It was so much fun. But what's so fun about it? Like, you got to hear those fucking guys all day. It's just like you got a million options of people to hang out with because mm-hmm. all your friends are there. You know, there's people I knew then in, mm-hmm. in Valparaiso. So it's like go to Plaza Victoria. Everyone's out in the in the plaza drinking. Drinking, yeah. Great, yeah. Uh. Let's go to Playa Las Torpedes. Everybody's drinking there. Everybody's too. drunk as fuck, and it's like from. You know, it, 10 o'clock in the morning, we're, like, at the port near Sotomayor. Uh-huh. Just beers in our hand, like, not giving a fuck. Yeah, nobody gives a fuck. It's like Russia. Yeah. Because in Russia, you can drink on the street. Have you ever seen, like, those uh, document? No, not necessarily documentaries, but, like, reports on Russia and shit? No, I've been- I remember there was one that they gave here a long time ago, uh, a show that was called Informe Especial, and it was about these guys that got brides from Russia. Oh, okay. You know, so um, it was like a mail order bride, I guess, something like that. Yeah. So um, they were talking to this guy, a Chilean guy, that got like a Russian girlfriend. Okay. It was called From Russia Without Love, the, the report. It was, pre- it was pretty good. And uh, they would show like, yeah, that in Russia, like when people actually, not even women, they would have to work like 16-hour days, you know, they make shit money, you know, and it was crap. And then you tell, hey, come here to Chile, and it was paradise for them. So he would get like a mail you order. 14 hour days. Yeah. And get just was, slightly more money. Slightly more money, yeah. No, but to them, I think it was hell. And then, yeah, they would show that it was, it was legal to drink in the street back then. I don't know if any, if now. So it was funny because they said that a lot of Russian women grew up to be really depressed and lonely because, yeah, they show them like walking down the street, these fucking supermodels, man, you know, like hot as fuck walking down the street. And then you'd see like some guys just being drunk, you know, like just drinking shit and not. Paying them any attention? You. No, nothing. Not even. Not paying yeah. them any attention. Just being, you know, like, like basically, the, what the report was trying to say is like, all fucking Russians are drunk. You know, they're too drunk that they can't even appreciate the fucking babes they got down really? there. Yeah, like, sort of like that. Well, it's like all these beautiful women walking down the street and not a single cat calls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like basically nobody trying to go pick her up or anything. Eerie silence. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah they're all like. Whoa! You know, like getting drunk together and shit. Okay. I don't know if it's still legal. I remember the back then, yeah, they said that it was legal. So everybody was just drinking in the street, not giving a fuck. Huh? You know, and they had, and women had to work like really shitty jobs. 
there was this one, the, the one that was like the mail order bride, she worked like at a, as a bartender for like 15 hours a fucking day. Uh, she made like 10 bucks, you know, like $10. Uh, it was crazy. So yeah, and then you get this fucking ugly asshole to bring you over to Chile. You know, and then you get here and then you just divorce. I don't know. The guy's like, I tengo 15 lucas. Yeah, yeah. And now I esposa. And I remember there was this one guy, he was like, um, so they, they, they uh, showed the way to do it. So there was like this one guy that would like set you up with oh, a right. Russian chick <laughs> and he'd show you a catalog, man. I'm not kidding. So yeah. you're thinking about getting a Russian mail order bride. <laughs> <laughs> you open up the pamphlet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A brochure, you know, like some chicks like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, he had like a folder and he would, sh- he would show them to them. Okay, like these are the ones that we have available, you know, like yeah. the ones that are willing to, you know, get the fuck out of Russia. To escape from communism. And um, there were ones that were like crazy fucking hot, man. So there was the, the guy, and he was like, Era un chileno culiao, así, chico, negro, así, like a fucking ugly asshole. And he was like, oh, I like, they showed one man. She was a fucking supermodel, man. And he was like, no, que ella es muy hermosa. Like, I couldn't. <laughs> you know, like, she's too beautiful. <laughs> so she had to look for one that was slightly less beautiful. <laughs> Well, she was fucking hot anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then they and then they showed her here, and then he would use. This was a long fucking time ago, so they were like, and now because of the internet, they can communicate. So they would show them, you know, like on the computer, saying like the guy would write like, "I'm hungry," you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then the chick would read it, be like, "Oh, okay." And then they would do go and cook and shit. Because really, I think they really loved that. through the internet. But they, yeah, they weren't, like, actually No, together. they were living together. They were living together. Oh, okay, but they were right. showing, like, he was using, like, an app or whatever the fuck to, like, understand each other. Because she, she didn't oh, speak... Oh, because it translated, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because she didn't speak Spanish at all. ¿Cómo se puede traducir que te lo quiero meter por el chico? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was weird, man. I don't know if I could ever do that. Uh, I'm, dude, communicating with a fake bride over an application yeah. that translates... No, paying, that's rough. paying for a wife. That's paying for so a wife. Weird. Yeah, yeah. I feel like paying for sex is one thing. Paying for a wife, that's a whole different ballpark. Yeah, it's I don't know. So that's weird. kind of demoralizing. And at the same time, like you like, know that she doesn't love you. Yeah, it's like she's only here because she has no other option, and she's exactly. that sad. Yeah, yeah. You know, like imagine ah, that must fucking suck. But then they're like, I'd rather women, be alone. But then they're women that are gold diggers, which yeah. is, it's almost the same thing to some extent. It's yeah. like it's a young, beautiful woman. You know, she's from, I don't know, Honduras or something like that. Yeah. And so, you know, there's like guys in the United States who have tons of money, and they look for these women. Yeah. And they get married, and they're relatively happy for like ten or fifteen years. Yeah. Then he dies. She gets money. Yeah. And she fucking does whatever she wants. True. I don't know though. It's still easier for like, women. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to be like, Ugh, you know, I gotta let him fuck me. Because <laughs> I mean, you have to, right? I yeah. guess. Like, you can't have a marriage be like, hey, I want sex. No, yeah, ah, that's so weird. I don't know. I don't, it's, yeah, paying for sex is one thing. Let's live together, like have a fucking bride. I don't someday know. I think I'd rather someday be I'm gonna be probably a sixty-year-old desperate man. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. If it comes to that, I hope my words about like, oh, this is all fucked up. Like, don't come back to haunt me. You know, I'm doing the same thing. But because the thing is that I find what I find so weird about it is that you have to actually ask for a bride, which is like something that you have to work for. It's something because you can pay for sex, right? You can be fucking Charlie Sheen. He has fucking millions of dollars and he just pays like the porn industry. Hey, listen, well, what are you shooting now? This. OK, I want to be part of it. You know, how much money do you want? It's different. You know, we can take away all your weird ass fantasies or whatever. You can't pay somebody to actually give a fuck about you. 
Yeah. You know? Mm. Like, okay, I'll pay this fucking guy to blow him or whatever, which is one thing, but to be like, yeah, he's paying me so that I care. <laughs> man, that, that doesn't happen. Yeah. It yeah. just doesn't happen, man. It is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. Mail order brides. Will that ever stop being a thing? I mean, as long as there's poor people. Yeah. As long as there are people that are willing to get the fuck out of their country for whatever reason. And these old guys, too, man. My friend told me he visited, like, Thailand, I think it was. Uh-huh. Uh, Where you can get, like, a 12-year-old bride. Yeah. And he was, like, he was like, the prostitutes there will just follow you around all day. He's like, really? this girl just followed me around. She was in love with me for, and for little two girls. days. And he said he confirmed that she was not. She was over 18. Excuse me. She was over 18. I trust my friend, but he is Canadian, so maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. That's um, weird, man. But yeah, it's just like they would fall. Like, you have $20. Me love you long time. <laughs> yeah. And it was, I guess, like the scene from. Um, Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket, yeah, when they're like, I want to go first. Yeah. No, yeah. you go, I won't go first. Yeah. Uh, I don't know exactly. Me sucky sucky. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. But I heard that most of the prostitutes, oh, but that's in Vietnam, though, where there are like yeah. little kids. Or you can get like a nine year old prostitute if she's willing to come out of retirement. Jesus <laughs> I heard that in Conan O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. I heard that in, have you ever, did you ever watch the Conan O'Brien late show? Of course. Well, I don't know. Well, now it's it's been through like many iterations, but there was yeah. one that I used to watch back in the day, and he had a segment that was called Conan O'Brien hates my country. Okay. So what happened is that one, according to him, when he presented like the segment, he would be like, "This other day I made a joke about I don't know Russians or something," and then he would show up like with a basket and he said, "We got a lot of of letters saying that they hated the way that I treated their country." So, uh, in order to be fair to them, every episode I'm going to shit on every single country that exists in the world. <laughs> so that's yep. why it was called Conan O'Brien hates my country. Great. You know? So he had like every day he would go like I don't know letter A. He would start like with A, and then he would he would like name the country and give like a little remark afterwards okay and i remember that one from, from vietnam that one was really good that's awesome and there was another one i don't remember what what the fuck was it called it was it was a weird ass country man it was something like simpalilawa you know like some weird ass like shit and he said uh the, the reason of your of your long lifespan not even death knows where the fuck you are <laughs> it was a really weird ass country <laughs> I haven't seen Conan O'Brien like in a long time. Yeah, he's yeah. still chugging. Yeah, yeah, I know. He did. Um, I've seen like there was these uh, videos of him on the internet where he would play video games. Yeah, yeah, I've seen called, that too. Yeah, he's playing God of War. Yeah, with Bill so, Hader or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 silly like that. Yeah, I Conan like now funny. become like well, he's trying to not have his audience be like his age, which is like almost sixty now, right? Yeah, he's, he's pretty fucking old now. Yeah, so he has to like do things that would be enticing to younger viewers. So. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I got this old comic to play, PlayStation, you know, The yeah. Division or mm -hmm. whatever the fuck, God of War. And it's just him riffing, like, mm -hmm. improvising the whole time. It's pretty funny. He's fucking funny, man. He has this one where he goes to uh, Cuba. Yeah. And, he, and he goes, like, to the rum. I think it's Havana. He goes, like, to a factory of rum. It's really good, man. It's really funny. I don't know he's how the it. fuck he's so he's, snappy I, like one, that. One that I really liked was on, on his new episodes was he asked people when in the office, he really asked them if they should fire somebody. Like, who's the worst employee? Okay. <laughs> and a lot of people were like, uh, yeah, it's Jim. You, like, like, Jim doesn't really do anything. 
<laughs> so yeah, then he ends up approaching this guy, uh-huh. like 100% real, uh-huh. with the camera crew. Like, yeah, so I asked um, 200 employees at the Conan O'Brien offices. It wasn't 200, it was probably like 30. Yeah, it was 30, like, at the Conan O'Brien offices, who, who we should fire, and people agreed that it should be you. Like, what? tell me why we shouldn't fire you. And he's like really on the air. And he, he's just very honest. He's like, well, when I'm doing my job well, you won't notice that I'm here. You know? <laughs> and the guy's just very direct and defends himself. Uh-huh. And, and uh, he, he's just so information oriented. Uh-huh. And it's just, it's so clear that he also doesn't really fucking care about his job. Uh-huh. That he ends up becoming like a, a running character on the show. Okay. And, and they travel together. Um, where the guy is just, he's just one of those like, kind of a weirdo. Where he's just yeah. completely inwardly focused. But he fucking, yeah, it's a funny, that's a funny segment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Conan Ryan's pretty good. Hey, so we're going to go for a break now. Yeah. And then we'll be back with more What The Way I Podcast. So we're back with more What The Way I Podcast with my buddy Chris. We were talking about how much we hate fucking working. Do you hate working? Do I hate it? Depends upon the job. It depends yeah. upon the job? And the day. You know? Do you think, what, what do you define like a successful type of job? What do you think, do you, I mean... To put it more clearly, do you agree with that quote that says, work in something that you love and you'll never work a day or something like that? I mean, every job is going to have days where you don't want to do it. Exactly. I, 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 you know. Yeah. I find that quote to be utter bullshit. Yeah, it's, it's nonsense. Even people who are, like, directing the movies of their dreams and doing the job they wish, like, for, since they were children, still fucking going to kill themselves sometimes <laughs> when they're making their movie. Still going to fucking hate it. Yeah, they still hate it. Do um, you remember any job that you had that you fucking hated? Uh, oh, man. Just absolutely hated. Uh-huh. I worked as a server at Friendly's. It's like a shitty restaurant in the United States. What's it called? Friendly's. Friendly's. <laughs> Friendly's. Server with cheer. And you were a server there? I was a server, man. And you hated it. Server. That's so ironic. Yeah. It's <laughs> supposed to be, like, friendly and cheery and... Uh huh. You're supposed to like if somebody asks you if somebody's birthday, you have to like give them a song and. Oh God, I hate those places. Yeah, it was kind of like Johnny Rockets. Johnny Rockets. Yeah. I was gonna say especially <laughs> like that. Johnny Rockets. Okay, and it's just terrible. Yeah, it was horrible. But why is it so horrible? It, was it because you had to do all those shitty fucking singing and dancing or what? Because you don't really make that much money, so you're dependent upon people's tips. Uh huh. And some people just don't tip. Yeah. God. God, I hate those people. Or they complain a lot, so you give them a new meal. I remember uh-huh. one time a guy was like. I'm sorry, like, this uh, this meal's bad. Like, I, I need a steak. And I was okay. like, I'm, I'm supposed to give you a steak now? And I asked my manager, and he was like, yeah, that guy looks a little fucked up. Like, give him a steak. <laughs> like, just give him a steak. Like, like, for free? For free. So I gave him a free steak, and I was really nice to him. And he didn't give me any tip. He, he didn't me- tip you at all? No. Nah. What a cocksucker. What a total fucker. What a uh, total shit bag. So how bad was it, the tips? Like, how much would you make in a good day? In a good day, I, I could make, like, 70 bucks. 70 bucks. But the thing is, like, you don't know how to use that money when you first start working, so I just wasted it immediately. Yeah. And stupid shit. Dumb shit. I just go buy a video game or, I don't know, <laughs> like some old comic or something. I just wait. I never saved any money when I should have. Yeah, I think we all think that. I yeah. think nobody has been like, yeah, I should have saved. I should have saved a lot more money than I should have. Yeah. I should have a lot more money than I have now. Yeah, how are I you totally so poor? Are. Yeah, I know, How are you right? so poor? How am I so poor? Well, I'm not that poor. No, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like, I, I do have money saved up. Okay. But I should have a lot more. Uh. You know, like, there's a lot of fucking... I remember there was this one time... Fuck, it was, like, three years ago or something. I remember that I made, like... It was December or something. Yeah. I made, like, a stupid amount of money for, like, what I usually make. Tenía así como un palo y medio. 
Buena. You know, like a lot of fucking money. It was just then, just that fucking December. And Which is I, like, it's just like a very low level job in the United States, by the way. Like comparatively. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. No, I didn't make that because of tips or anything. I just did like different types of jobs that they all kind of like collided at the same date. Great. So it was like, all right. And I had a lot of fucking money and I did not uh, save a cent of it. Yeah, where did it go? Not una fucking luca. Yeah. I just wasted it in stupid shit. I was like, I got a lot of fucking money. Let's have fucking fun with it. Yeah, and I just fucking killed it. And you're like, I'm going to fucking spend this well. And the next day, like, you're walking by, like, telescope. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, but that happens because you're too young and stupid, right? Mm. But. Too, oh, man, too many hookers, too much blow to buy? No, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. No, I know. No, I would never spend money on hookers or on blow. But, um. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I used to work in restaurants too, but I remember that I, w I would make. Yeah, I remember I would make una vez me como cien luca, así like a night. I remember once I worked for New Year's, so oh, they would great. pay me like Everyone's just to so work. happy for New Year's. Yeah, so they would pay me just to work the New Year's, like seventy thousand, just for being there. Cool. And then um, in tips, I made like a hundred and fifty more. Oh shit! So I had like you know like un sueldo mínimo and a night's work. Yeah. And I was drunk off the fucking roof too. Because oh, I said, I'll nice. go, I'll go, but you got to let me drink. He's like, yeah, you can drink, but you, you can't be fucking hammered, though. He's like, no, no, of course, I'm going to be able to do my job, but I got to be able to drink. He's like, yeah. yeah. It, was, uh, it was an open bar, so nobody was no. going to be... Yeah, it was an open bar. Like, That's everybody awesome. that went there, they had to pay como 15 luca. Yeah. And it was an open bar, so at the end, they wouldn't be... So when you work as a bartender, you have to do, like, uh, el coteo, you know? So, like, for example, for every bottle of 750, I yeah. don't know, or whatever, you're supposed to get, like, eight drinks out of one bottle. Yeah, you know. So, but then when there's an open night, like there's no way to do it because they can't compare it with you know like sales or anything. Okay, you know they can't be like, okay, we sold fifty piscolas and uh, let's count the bottles. Oh yeah, okay, fifty. Because open bar, so no one. It's an open bar, so nobody can give a fuck. Okay, you know? so I was just I just that I just drank all fucking night. Oh man! So it was like I partied and I got paid. That's so much fun. Yeah, that one was good. Cool. That one was good. You know, but yeah, I had days when I see the Luca. I would yeah, make yeah, a that's single. another deal. God, dos lucas por one. Dude, now I'm doing tours, right? It's the same thing. So you also work with with tips, for yeah? Tours. For tours, strictly in tips. It's strictly in tips. So some days you get some fucking Brazilians, <laughs> you know? You get some goddamn Argentinians. Not their fault, but their economy sucks, and they're <laughs> traveling. I love the fact that you hate Brazilians because I can't stand those motherfuckers either. Dude, Brazilians sometimes are like really <laughs> upfront, and it's funny because they're like so rambunctious. Uh huh. But sometimes. God, you get one that just starts asking a lot of questions. Uh -huh. And you know in the back of your head, this motherfucker will not tip me at the end. Oh, God. You just know it. And yeah. they don't. And they don't. So, yes, yeah, I stop answering their questions like halfway, you know. Yeah. Maybe. Really? Sometimes. You're like, just shut the fuck up? So what do you do if somebody asks you and you don't want to answer? What, do you just ignore them? I'll just be like, ah, when, pucha no se. Yeah, Brazilians suck, man. I can't stand those guys. Brazilians, oh, man. What, so what is it about? Like their culture? It's their Something fucking about, like, language. Brazilian and Argentinians? Uh-huh. Um, like they don't follow authority. They don't no. have a concept of authority in their country. I just think that they're just fucking rats. Rats. Yeah. You think? Um, because I remember once we would have to say, when I used to work at bars, um, we would have to say, Gorjeta now inclusa. Which means like, the, yeah, yeah, the tip is not included. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they just don't, they act like they don't know about it. Because I heard once from a Brazilian guy that actually when you pay everything in, in Brazil, the tip is already included. I mean, it's a shitty tip. Yeah, it's but shitty. I don't buy it, man. I don't buy, have you ever seen the movie Waiting? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, with, yeah. With Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, okay. It's a good movie. And there's this part where um, there's this chick that's a waiter, and she says, foreigners, I fucking hate foreigners, you know? It says, <laughs> it's true. And one, and like, they don't know how to tip. Oh, they know. They fucking know. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it's true, man. I don't know. Who, who in the hell, like, if you go, like, to a, a bar or whatever in another country, the first thing that you find out is, like, you know, how to ask for this, how to ask for, you know, how do I ask where the bathroom is? How do I ask how to get a soda, you sure. know? And, uh, and also, you got to find out about the fucking tip. Because here, tipping is 10%. In the States, it's like 12. Right? In the States, it's 15 to 20. 15 to 20. If it's good. But mm-hmm. it's never obligated. Yeah. It's never like, well, we include the tip just because we know you're assholes and you, you won't pay it like they do in Chile. You know? mm-hmm. like you, which is fine. It's, it's fine they force it on the tip. Like, force on the tip in Chile. Because no, people wouldn't pay it then. Yeah. If you, if you hear it kind of like Manole Wawa. But have you seen... Manole Wawa. Have you seen here, like, people... Have you seen anywhere where they force a tip on you? They don't force it, but it's always suggested. Suggested, So yeah. you get it, and you look at the bottom line, and you say, oh, okay, this is what I pay. Yeah. And it's already included. The yeah, yeah. And, like, at the end, they ask you, like, getting clean la propina? You have to be a, a total douchebag, though, Once, once in a while, I'll, I'll just ask, be like, ¿Y si quiero hacer 5% en vez de 10? Just to get their reaction. Really? But I always end up paying 10%, at least. Oh, know? man, I haven't seen the, that reaction happen to me, though. Just that since I worked so, for so long in bars and shit like that, I really don't go to them anymore. Yeah? Yeah. It's, like, it's hard for me to go, like, to drink somewhere. I hate waiting for somebody to come and exactly. I'm like I'm not a I'm not like a geriatric like I don't I'm not an old person that needs help. Yeah, like I want to get up and get the fucking drink myself. Yeah, and not have to pay you. Yeah, you know? and not have to tip you for fucking. Yeah, I understand. I remember that when I used to work in bars, I would go there because it was like nice for people to have to deal with you for a change. You know, yeah. like I want to be the client now. You know, which is fun. But now, really, I don't really frequent those many bars. Like I do go, but. And also, I think that I, I have, like, such bad luck with it. Like, every time I go, I don't know, like, to a, a bar, I'll be like, okay, a rusty nail. Oh, we don't have rusty nail. I'm like, fuck, man, you know? Like, okay, I'll get this burger. Oh, we're fresh out of those burgers. Yeah. It always, <laughs> always, always happens to me, man. Yeah. It must be, like, some sort of karma or something. Yeah. You know, like, since I worked in the industry, every time that I want, I'm like, mm, I could really go for this now. Every time that I go anywhere, they never fucking have it. In some other life, you, like you're a restaurant owner. Yeah, where, maybe. Like, half the stuff on your menu just didn't wasn't there. Yeah, you fucking get that's your karma. That's your karma. That's bitch. my karma. I was a, the owner of a fucking. You ever watch Bar Rescue? That show? Nah. It was a show on uh, Travel and Living or something. Those like shitty channels like Hallmark and those. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're gonna follow people on an airport. Yeah, like, we're so gonna follow them at a bar. There yeah. was one that was called Bar Rescue. So they would show like shitty ass motherfucking bars, and there was this guy kind of looked like Steven Seagal, and he would like go there and fix them up. So they show like the before and after, and they were like, Steven really? Seagal, <laughs> he came to fix my bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he kind of lo- it wasn't him, but he kind of looked like it. And I remember I'm watching ca- I'm it. So there would be like one, there, there would be a guy like, oh my bar, I just don't know why it doesn't work. It has only cost me money. And he's like, okay, let's go to the kitchen. And the kitchen was all fucked, you know. Like they'd have oysters. I remember there was this one episode I saw. They had oysters like not refrigerated. Oh no, you know, like that kind of shit. Like it's it's just too bad, man. Like I feel it has to be a show. They have to make shit up. People just keep getting food poisoning at my bar. Yeah, my bar, and I don't understand why. And I can't deal with all the lawsuits. You know, no. it's like okay, let's go look at your kitchen. Like, those, those, those shows are completely staged. Yeah, a, a, they lot, have of them, to a be. lot of them. A lot of They have to like. There's something like if you own a bar, like I don't understand. I mean, I get it that you can be like really incompetent or shit, but you know, like having like. Fresh chicken out in the blue. I mean, fresh fish out in the blue. Like, come on, man. Like, nobody does that. Yeah. There was one. There were, there were like, dead rats. Like, in... There was, like, this one... So they had, like, a... Like, fucking portraits and shit in the bar that were, like, decorations. Yeah. And there was this one part where it fucking reeked. 
You know, and like people that went to the bar would not sit in that place because it reeked okay. for whatever reason. They would go sit elsewhere. You know, <laughs> if a place reeks, I wouldn't sit there just to, to start with. Yeah, but it fucking reeked. A doomed corner. Yeah. Like, what do we do? So then the guy from Bar Rescue, he's like, hmm, okay, so what is, and when did this happen? I don't know. And then he starts looking around, like, in the portraits, and right on top of a portrait, there was, like, a decomposing rat carcass. Oh, man. That was, that had been there for, like, God, who knows. I don't know how the fuck a rat dies on top of a portrait. You know, like, it was right there, imagine. It was a, <laughs> a dead decomposing rat. And that guy shows up, well, there's your problem. Thanks. Yeah, See thanks you next episode. Yeah. yeah. He's a dead rat all along. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's totally got to be staged. But I have worked, like, in shitty places, though. I have seen Yeah, you've had, you've seen had a lot shit. of shitty jobs. I've had a lot of shitty jobs. But I have seen, like, weird-ass shit in yeah. fucking bars and crap like that. Like, how bad? Like, people spitting in food and shit. Just for fun? Just for the fuck of it. Not, not for fun, but, like, when people are being, like, extreme douchebags. Yeah? Does somebody tell you, like... Oh, a, wait, a waiter comes by and gives you the code? Yeah. Like, oh, I got this table yeah, that, of douchebags. Yeah, that, that totally happens. There's a code? That totally happens. Okay. So I remember <laughs> this one time there was a uh, uh, – I used to work at a place where the owner knew more how to be a client than to be an actual owner. Yeah? Because he would show up every single night with some different-ass, random-ass motherfucker. He'd be like, give my buddy a, a free drink. I'm like, okay, you know, and then what would happen? Oh, there are okay. tons of owners like that in Chile. Yeah. I've seen. Where, like, yeah. they, they walk around, they get wasted in their own bar. Assholes, man. Yeah, it's wild. Fucking stupid assholes. It's like, that's that's the reason for them having a bar. Yeah. So, um, there was this one, I remember this one guy. He would always show up, like, with these random-ass friends of his, and he'd be like, give my friend a drink. I'm like, okay, so what do you want? I don't know. Vodka and soda. You know, vodka and tonic. Yeah. All right. And he'd be like, okay, yeah, you all said, yeah, he's going to give you a free drink. All right, I'll see you later. Then the owner will walk away. And then I give the guy a free drink. He's like, come on, man, give me some more. I'm like, you motherfucker, it's free. You know, yeah. like, how can you be that much of a douchebag, you know? He drank, he finishes it immediately and asks yeah. for another one. And then, and then he'd come another one. I'm like, am I supposed to give you another one? He's like, yeah, yeah, I talked to him. Just, just give me one. And then I'd be like, no, man, sorry, I can't. He's like, come on, man, don't be an ass. Te doy una luca. So he's like, I don't need your fucking luca, man. Like, you want me to lose my job or a fucking luca? And then he'd show up and I'd be like, hey, is it true that this fucking guy wants another one? I should give him. He's like, really? You want another one? Oh, you mother. Okay, yeah, give him one. I'm like, oh, come on. You know, like, fucking asshole. It makes you look like a douchebag. Yeah. You know, because you're trying to defend his fucking interests. And so I remember there was this one chick that went. It was, it was a lady, actually. It was a lot of old people. There was this one that she was like, um, she'd see you like fucking busy, and then she'd just put like the fucking drink right in front of your face and be like, hey, 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 you know, like, okay, chill out, you know. She's like, pero que yo soy amiga de, I don't know, we'll call him Manuel. Yeah. Es que yo soy amiga de Manuel. I'm like, yeah, but you, you gotta wait. Especially if you're this guy's friend, then you can wait even more. You know, yeah, you yeah. want the guy to be successful, right? Uh. You know, if you're his friend. And they would always look at you like, hmm, I hadn't seen it that way, you know? But the truth is, they don't give a fuck. So um, I remember this one time that she came over and she's like, eh, quiero una hamburguesa, no sé cuánto. I'm like, sorry, the kitchen's closed. He's like, what do you mean the kitchen's closed? I'm like, the kitchen? It's closed, you know? Like, Pero yo soy la amiga yeah. de la amiga. Yeah, yo soy la amiga de la I'm like, yeah, so you can go ask him and he'll tell you the same thing. That the kitchen is closed. And when the kitchen is closed, it's closed. Like, the fucking guys from the kitchen, they do not want, after they cleaned everything yeah. up. Oh, yeah, it takes forever. Know, every, it takes forever. It takes forever. Achicar. You know, it takes forever yeah. to fucking clean everything up. Yeah, yeah. Shut down the fryers. The, the, just the oil to get, like, hot again, it takes for fucking ever. Sure, sure. And, yeah, and it's, it's shitty. So... And I was like, no, que la cocina está cerrada. I'm like, voy a hablar con... Go ahead. 
You know, like he's not going to say anything. And, and that would be like for everybody, you know, like even the administrator would be like, no, the kitchen's closed, the kitchen's closed. You know, fuck it. Yeah. And then the owner would show up like, oye, ya pagale una hamburguesa. Así, like, no, man, we just told her. We just told her. Yeah, hazlo tú entonces. Yeah, you know, we just told her. And then he'd go talk to the administrator. Even the administrator would be like, listen, we can't do that because, you know, we have a set of rules and we have to comply. You know, we can't start. If, we, if they see this bitch eating a fucking hamburger, then a lot of all the people are going to be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. well, I thought you said the kitchen was closed, you know? Yeah, but, you know, he will always, oh, God. And also the way that she that she would do it, too. Because she'd come back like, told you we're going to have to go get motherfucker, you know? Sort of. Uh, no. She wouldn't say it, but just that smug face on her, you know? Like, just that smug-ass expression. Like The owner, thinks I'm, the owner thinks I'm going to end up sleeping with him, which I won't. Yeah. You know? It's like but that kind know. of tone. Ah, oh, there you go. Also, who's, who's laughing now, motherfucker, you know? Like oh, that. man. So then I go over to the guy in the kitchen and be like, listen, Manuel said that you have to fucking, oh, man, really? Yeah, and everybody would hate it. So then when it was always ready, when it was almost ready, they'd give us like a, a little signal there. And then I remember every, everybody hated that bitch. Everybody did. So yeah. I remember everybody, the servers, the fucking guys that did the dishes, whip, everybody. Whip, up, get, whip it out and piss all over this burger. Yeah, no, we would just like go in a line and just spit on it. Like when it was being cooked, we just go. No way. Everybody, everybody. And she's like, wow, oye, igual es todo rica la hamburguesa. Yeah. So then we go and give it to her. Ahí está. Muchas gracias. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you better, you know. Oh. Eating it. oh god It was They're so nice It was it? so nice <laughs> Yeah that's why Like they said in waiting You don't fuck With people that handle Your food man Nah I've seen it I've seen it so many times And it's just To me it's so baffling Or well, the, the road trip too right When he Yeah he gets when, the, fr the french toast The french toast I love that scene yeah Yeah To me, it's so baffling when I see people like being total douchebags. Like to people, like they're they're handling your food, buddy. You know, like yeah. you're not the one that's gonna end up winning, man. Mm. Not at all. Every time I see it, even my mom sometimes pulls off pulls off that kind of shit. You know, she's like, "Oh yeah, y por qué la I'm like, "Come on, please." You know, like they're handling our. I don't want to get fucking shit spit on. You know, she's like, "That's not gonna happen." Oh yeah, it will. <laughs> you know, like, I, I fucking oh, know. Yeah, well. I've seen it. Yeah, man, I've yeah. seen it. And it's funny because my mom worked in restaurants too when she was younger. Yeah, you know, she must have just. I don't like, know if it's forgotten. universal that people like end up spitting on other people's food. I mean, like if you're, everyone has to be in on it. In the case of like the woman, it's demanding in the bar. And yeah, everything. but I mean, there, it's like just just if it's your, they're rude to only you as the waiter. Like, do you have the power to just like? Oh, cooks, go go fuck this up for you know. Yeah, and everybody's on your side in that. All right, you know, yeah. like even, like I've gotten even, in fights. Like I, when I was a waiter, I got in a fight with a cook, or yeah, I got the, the fight with a cook, uh, and the guy who was like cleaning dishes. Okay, like real bad. Like, really? I don't. I was just stressed out one time. I remember, and um, I was like attending people, and the guy who's like the the dish guy who's been there for like ten years. Uh, his name was Himzo. He was from Bosnia. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Himzo. He's like, hey, we have to speed these things up. Like, get the dishes faster for me, please. Uh -huh. And like, these people have to go. Uh -huh. And I was like, give me a fucking second. That's all I said. I was like, get, get the fuck off me. Yeah. And he's like, you cannot talk to me like this. You cannot talk to me like this. And then he talked to the owner. Uh-huh. And the owner, like, had to sit me down and, like, give me a really serious conversation about, like... Really? Yeah, like, you, you never use the F-bomb in front of our employees, please. <laughs> the F-bomb? The F-bomb. Himzo's very sensitive. You, you know, you know that. And I was like, oh, God, all right. And so I, I apologized to Himzo. Really? Yeah. And he's like, I accept your apology. And, and then he ended up, like, a day later, he's like, oh, I, I, now that we are friends, uh -huh. like... I have a tandem bike I'm selling. Uh-huh. And he like literally had a bike with two people to sit on. <laughs> okay. A tandem bike. A I was tandem like, bike. Yeah. And I was like, this costs, how much is it? 
He showed me the bike. He's like, like this. You go with a girlfriend. You mm-hmm. go on the tandem bike around the city. Mm-hmm. Buy from Himzo. Good deal. And so I was like, you know what? Show me your tandem bike, Mr. Himzo. Mm-hmm. And then he brought it one of the days to work. And I saw it. And I was like, of course I'll spend 70 bucks on this, you know? Ended up being a huge waste of money. But yeah, I bought the tandem bike from Himzo. <laughs> like a week after we got in a big fight. Why? And is it, do you feel bad because you yelled at him? I don't... I think, uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit, Because, yeah. you know, like, for example, even when I worked in the industry, even if there were servers or bartenders or anybody that hated each other, they would all group together when it came, like, to a fucking pesky-ass client. Yeah, yeah. You know, they would set their differences aside and be like, okay, yeah, let's fuck this guy up. It's war. Yeah, it's war. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, we're working here, buddy, you know? Like, come on. You know, you're here having fun. To us, this is work. You know, like, at the end of the night, when you got to kick people out, like, please, please leave. Yeah. You know? They're like, no, you're pagando todavía me queda. Like, please leave. You know, like here, we'll give you like some plastic. We had to always give people like plastic cups for them to take whatever the fuck oh, they no, still had left. Yeah. This is the like, this is the please get the fuck out of here cup. Please get the yeah, exactly. <laughs> um and I remember I would I would fight with a lot of people too, man. Yeah. Servers, we would yell at each other. And same with the with the kitchen. Yeah, we yeah. would fucking yell at each other. But at the end of the night, we would always sit down, have like a little beer, and then it was forgotten. Nice. Because it was just the heat of the moment. Yeah. I remember there was this one guy that worked in the kitchen that he would tell me, if you ever see my hair wet, don't fuck around with me. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, no. Like, if you see me, like, my hair is don't wet. Don't ask any more questions. Yeah. Just, That's the only signal. Yeah. Just be, like, really nice. You know? And yeah. then I remember there was a night. I don't remember what the fuck was going on. It was, it was crazy. You know? And there was, like, I had, I had room for, like, three people to sit at the bar. And those were, like, my clients, and those were my tips. I didn't have to share them with everybody else. Okay. So I had to make sure, you know, they were, like, so they were sitting there, uh, and they were, like, where's my food? I'm, like, all right. And I went over there, and I was, like, oye, ya, pues, culiao, te viste esta wea hace una hora. Que wea te pasa, conche, tu madre. I see, like, throwing fucking shit no at the floor. No viste mi pelo. Well, no, eh. <laughs> yeah. No me veis, conche, tu madre, que estoy para la caga. Que me importa a mi, culiao, yo también. I see, like, yelling, <laughs> yelling, man. Yeah. Like, you know, because of the music and all that, nobody can uh, hear it, but we were just, like, screaming at fucking each other you know like yeah you know like yeah crazy crazy but then in the end of the night he'd be like how you doing man i'm all right how about you i'm okay okay yeah it, it all passed everybody knew that it was just because you're working and it's crazy yeah yeah <laughs> and you close it you close the door yeah we're gonna leave this one behind us yeah it always nice. happened which is interesting because in other types of jobs like if you fucking yell at each other then it's like you don't get past that ever yeah it's like a if level of actually, professionalism start, yeah if you get to the point where you're fucking screaming at each other like mm. yelling like blazing fucking cuss words and then afterwards be like yeah don't worry about it you know we were yeah it was crazy. I don't think that happens like in any other job. Well, plus two because like with with food, there's a huge amount of pressure for like two hours. You know, mm-hmm. you, get, you get the the shift, the the wave of clients, mm-hmm. and afterwards everyone's like, okay, stress is over. Yeah, the rush. Yeah, after that everybody's like, yeah, okay, maybe I shouldn't have done that. It's good people just yell at each other though, because I've worked at schools where it's like, and during the, the heat of the moment, it's like people don't yell at each other; they just like say little snippy comments, mm-hmm. and then afterwards it's like, okay, now let's tell rumors about other teachers. Like that's how they digest the day. Yeah, I'm like, this ain't healthy. Like, no, go, of course what the not. fuck are you people Gawin. doing? Gawin. Yeah, dude, especially in Quigo schools, there's so many Gawine. Really? I don't know. What, I don't like why the, f- what like what the joy, of that is for so many teachers in Chile. I guess they get the kick. I guess they get kicks out of it. You know? They Gawin about other teachers, about students, about parents of students. Really? <laughs> about students? Yeah. Really? You know, oh, about like oh yeah, vivo una casa bien pobre ese niño. I don't know, like, 
Sí, he visto cosas en su celular cuando lo saca. I don't know, things like that oh, even. God, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's pretty unhealthy. That's just how, like, teachers digest their day. Like, yeah. servers, you just fucking yell at each other. Yeah, you just and, yell at each other. You fucking day, yell. Yeah, you fucking let it all out. It's like yeah. a it's like, uh, like a visceral thing. And then you're, then you're done. I remember that also we would do a lot of deals. Like, I would do a lot of deals with the kitchen. They'd be like, throw me something to drink. I'm like, okay, throw me something to eat. You know, and then we had, like, these little deals going on. Nice. And everybody was in on it. So I would give, like, the servers. And that was, like, fucking, if I ever got caught, I would have been in fucking trouble. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but in the end, I think that it all works like a mob. It depends on the restaurant, though, obviously. Like, you know, like when I worked at the Hard Rock Cafe, that, that wasn't going to happen at the Hard Rock Cafe. But um, in other places I worked, it would be like, yeah. Most of the places you worked at didn't have standards. So no, no, it was not just a really. mob. I mean, it's just like the, the whole fucking work ethic is like really mob-like. I think it's different. I think it's worse in Chile, to in be Chile, honest. Yeah. Yeah. They're in like Chile little things all. that go down in the United States, and there are, there are fights and stuff. And then people go up after you know the day's over. They get super drunk, and they have parties, and they, they go and work the next day. But I don't know if it was ever, like, to the extent where everybody's playing deals and yeah. everybody's, like, dealing cards. Yeah. 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 At least, uh, like, most of the places I worked at, yeah, it would all be, like, uh, I'll do this favor for you, you know, and then you do a favor for me, too. Like, like the casino kind of system? Shit. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. and even, like, in something as, as meaningless as fucking alcohol and food, you know? So I'd have – so wherever you put, like, all the, the – The uh, empty, the dirty dishes yeah. and the glasses, I'd sneak in there like una bicola. So <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd had to like go over to the guy that, that was uh, el copero, the guy yeah. that was like the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. And I would have to give him a little bit for him to also give my shit to the guy in the kitchen. So then uh, the kitchen nice. would fix me up and him up too. That's awesome. Yeah, because you can't, you can't sneak in. Like if you have all the dirty dishes and glasses, you There are some glasses that you're going to see that are only, like, half full. Así como bueno, que no se tomaron todo. So mm -hmm. between there, you can sneak, like, a full actual drink. You know? So I would be there. Okay, this one's for the kitchen. <laughs> And then same thing with the food, you know? Like, all the dishes that came back, all the, the half-eaten burgers or shit. Yeah. Between there, it would be, like, a really nice one. Like, It's okay, like a, a delicate is... ecosystem. Yeah. Between the employees. Yeah. And then sometimes even the administrators would be on it. Yeah. Would be in on it, too. You know? Or sometimes they would, like, not charge shit to the bar. Oh, nice. You know, like, for example, I remember once we would charge a guy, I don't know, say his tab was like, I don't know, nine picolas, for example. Mm -hmm. So then I'd be like, okay. Let's uh, charge him ten and we keep one? No, let's charge him four and then we just keep the rest. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah, it's kind of shitty. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't happen in all of the places that I worked at, but yeah, sometimes it, it would depend, you know, people that would just pay and they don't want like their boleta or shit. There are some places that you can't just get away with that. You know, there would be like, aquí está la boleta. Like, yeah, got it. but yeah, sometimes we'd be like, okay, how much is it? Uh, 12 without the tip. Okay, here's 15. All right. And then I'll be going here. Uh, it's 10,000. You nice. know, like shit like that. Yeah. You know, 10,000. What is it? Eh, just right. I don't know. Tres pico. Whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah. The mob. The so, joy uh, of getting away with shit mm -hmm. is, is the best shit, man. But I just hate working now. And general, you're working. an interpreter now. So yeah. it's like. I mean, I've been an interpreter for a long time. I mean, that's a good job. Yeah, it's fun. You pay pretty well. You have to meet people. They've, yeah, it pays pretty well. But it's pretty hard, though. The, the, the thing is that it doesn't come hard to me. Ah, I'm so cool. But, um, <laughs> but it is a hard job. You know, and uh, I don't know, man. I'm just getting tired of like dealing with fucking people. To be yeah, honest, that, okay. I just hate like dealing with clients. Yeah, you know, like the fact that you know he's paying, so you got to pretty much be his bitch. 
Dude, it's like any service. Yeah, it exactly. Sucks. Jesus Christ. Are you, but, How many times are going to ride people around and answer dumb questions? Mm-hmm. Then they like pull out a drone helicopter in the middle of the tour. I'm like, don't fucking pull out your drone helicopter. Don't disappear. Like, oh, here's that German girl. She disappeared again. Really? Like, where'd she go? Like, where? She can't just disappear every time we stop. Like, where? Where the fuck she go? So we, dude, I had this tour like two days ago. They were like, I had to stop three or four times for this German girl. Then she finally shows up, shows up, shows up. And the whole group is pissed off at her by the end. Mm-hmm. Like, what the? F- what is? What is this bitch doing? Yeah. You know? And then at the end, she disappears again, and now she's really gone. So we had to, like, wait another ten minutes, and it turns out she's just gone. Yeah. And she didn't tip you either? No, because she, she was gone. She disappeared. <laughs> and everybody else was, like, pissed off that, for, you know, something like she... You had to wait for her. Yeah. So then, like, I, lo- I lost tips from other people as well, just because she would... I'd pulled the stunt of disappearing. Yeah, it's just so complicated to work for tips, man. When tips are your only source of income, that's totally fucked. Because you got to depend on the other guy if he's not an asshole or not. Yeah. Because like you said, culturally, there's a lot of people. I've seen like de- debates, if you will, on the internet of people like really against tipping. Like they're really, really against it. They're like, no, I already paid. Like, why do I have to pay more? And I'm like, oh, man, come what a on, shitty man. system. Yeah. It's not Australia where you make like $20 a, a minimum. Yeah. It's amazing. There's a, I think it's China or Japan, I think, where you don't have to tip because it's considered demeaning. Yeah. That if you tip the guy, he'll be like, oh, really? What an asshole. <laughs> you know? Like, uh, I don't know if it's China or Japan. Somebody, maybe the, the uh, our audience can uh, tell us exactly where it is. But yeah, there's a lot of people that well, are really, Asians really are terrible at tipping. Asians? Asians, yeah. Asians, Brazilians, Chileans. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's kind of the scare. Asians being the worst. Yeah, no, I've heard people like, no, I just don't, why should I tip? Dude, it's, it's just really weird. Mm. Some Asians have questions like, uh, I want to know exactly all about the iglesias here in Santiago uh-huh. and in Chile. Do you, like, tell me strictly about that information. I'm like, well, you're the first person to ask me like, this question to this extent. I don't have an answer right now, but I can look it up on Google. And they're like, okay, I have to leave now. <laughs> like, and they don't tip me. Oh, motherfuckers. Yeah, one motherfucker. <sighs> yeah, it sucks, man. Have very specific questions, and then if you don't have the answer, they're just gone. Just yeah, because I think that's a way that in their head they can wrap around the fact. Okay, I'm not going to tip because my I did not get the service that I was requesting. Mm-hmm. But I think tipping should be considered as you know like something that you got to do. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, like I, I, I even think if the service is bad. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. No, I, have, I, have you I, ever not tipped? Well, I've done. I've taken away tips, but like two weeks ago, I went to a Peruvian restaurant. And they overcharged me. They fucking overcharged me. Why? For this um, for the ceviche I bought. Mm-hmm. It was like I looked at the menu. It was seven thousand eight hundred, and they charged me nine thousand for the ceviche. Okay. So I was like, why is it this price? And you charge me nine thousand. Yeah. And the guy's like, oops, oopsie. Like the usual. That happens all the fucking time in Chile. Like, oh my mistake. Sorry, Sorry about that. Yeah. And I was like, all right, please, no tip. Like, there's no fucking way I'm tipping you. Okay, yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. Yeah, if he's trying to fucking scam you, then fuck him. I love to catch people trying to scam me in Chile. Like, that's one thing. I, like, look forward to those moments. Does it happen to you as a fucking gringo? Yeah. Do you like, think it's because of that? I'd say I catch them, like, once every, once a month or so. Like, there's little stuff. Like, I want to get, like, a candy uh, near here, Plaza Armas. Uh-huh. And it's a candy I know costs, like, these, like, mint ones, like, like 50 cents. Como 50 pesos. And he's like, yeah, 100 pesos. And I'm like... No, como voy a comprar 100 peso? And I put like, I go choro like immediately. Yeah. So like, uh, I started out gringo, like, ¿cuánto cuesta esto, mamero? Como, oh yeah, 100 peso. 
Anda, ¿cómo va a ser 100 pesos a esa weá? Un tipo tan chiquitita, como 100 pesos de cobrar. <risa> viejo no cachai nada. And like, yell, like, we'll yell. Like, legit yelling at each other over fucking little candy. Yeah. It's great. Why are you trying to scam this guy, man? Like that? Um, no, not other people. Just okay. me. It's just you, yeah. One, one time I did, uh, I saw people selling fake pen drives um, near Santa Lucia. Okay. There's a guy who was selling, because I bought the fake pen drives they have. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I don't know what the company is. It's like Master RH or something. It's like, but what's like, fake about them? You mean like they're like pirate? They're like bootleg or they just don't work? They just don't work. Okay. And they're charging like, if for a 32 gigabyte pen drive, like 1,000 pesos. Yeah, it's like stupid. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way it's going to cost that, even if it's stolen. Yeah. I'm like, if you're, you're an idiot if you're selling it this cheaply. Like, exactly, exactly. I, I'd honestly question your sanity if this is real. Yeah. So then, yeah, they're trying to sell to this old lady, like some pen drives. And I was like, what for no, no lo compres? Uh-huh. Uh, estos son, son falsos. Son, yeah. son robados. Yeah. Uh, and the guy looked at me. He's like, hoy te voy a poner el, el pelo liso, chuche de madre. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, a friend of mine that went to Peru, and he said that there it was even worse than here. As far as, like, ripping you off? Yeah, because he, he would say that he, he, was, he went to Peru for, like, a long time, for, like, three weeks. Yeah. He was there. So it was really hot in Peru because he went in the summer. And um, he would say... That, for example, he would get, like, a bottle of water. I don't remember exactly the conversion or anything, so I'm just going to, like, make up numbers. But he would be like, okay, so a bottle of water, how much is it? Uh, six soles. Seis soles, pero si recién compré, me cobraron tres. Ah, sí, eso, tres. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> you know, like, like, come on, man. Like, why the fuck would you do that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> They're just trying to see if they can make it, you know? Also, like, yeah, people are just like, ah, you got me. Yeah. What can I do? Oh, you got me. Okay. Three, but I wouldn't buy it from that. I remember once I me compré una pizarra. I went to buy something. I, I moved. I, I was walking through and they were selling like una pizarra chica blanca, you know, a whiteboard. And I was like, how much is it? Puta, si, se, tres lucas, for example. Mm-hmm. Tres quinientos. Ah, yeah, mira. Estoy going to comprar para allá y a la vuelta lo compro. You know, I'm going to go over there and then when I came back, when I come back, I'll get it. So then I would go buy whatever the fuck and then I come back and be like, um, la pizarra, ¿cuánto está? Cinco mil. I'm like, But you just said 3,000, like, 10 minutes ago. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, for you, 3,000. For me. Come on. Uh, I'm like, okay, I don't want it. Fuck you, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, for me, like, what? You're making me a deal? That's not, the, you know, that's not the case. You know? <laughs> Para ti, 3,000. <laughs> like, thank you, sir. This <laughs> fucker. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, I guess we have reached the end of our podcast. What we are. Remember that we have an Instagram. At what we are podcast. But Instagrams. Yeah, we have to get more on that Instagram, man. I hardly get it on get on it. Yeah, I guess I got, we'll get a story up. Yeah, yeah. Every so often. Because I got two other fucking Instagram accounts that I have to fucking deal with. Dude, it's enough already. It's yeah, enough man. already. One is enough already. Yeah. Imagine three of them. Sapping your attention. Sapping your, your life attention. force. My life force. Yeah. Maybe we should hire somebody to deal with our Instagrams. Do you think? Do you know that there's people that do that? Really? That's an actual job. I've in actually Chile? done it. Yeah, I've actually done it. You've managed Instagrams? I, I, I once worked for an Instagram account. They wow. pay me $100,000 a month. Really? And yeah. like, do you have to post every day? No, I had to like comment on other shit. I had to like update like information or whatever. Was, it, was it worth it per hour? Like the amount of money you got? Yeah, because you, uh, there wasn't anybody being like, hey, so I see that you haven't been on the Instagram lately. It's just like, you know, like keep it 
up and running. Yeah. You know, like make sure if there's any shitty comments, like to delete them. Okay. You know, I don't do that kind of shit, but they'd be like, delete the shitty comments. Let us know, like if you hear of anything that's like of importance. Okay. Like let it, let it, let us know. But they wouldn't be like, okay, so now you should be on Instagram from here to here. You know. Yeah. Like they would tell you try to get in on it, like when the traffic is higher, which is like at, like at 8 p.m. Yeah. And during lunchtime and that. But then mm. the rest of the day would be like, you know, they in metro. It's like, well, okay, I'm gonna check this shit out. Cool. It was okay. But at the same time, it was kind of like, ah, I really don't want to deal with this. Yeah. You know, it's boring. It's another thing to fucking look at your... Exactly. Stare at your phone for. Just stare at your phone for. You know, we already do enough of that shit. Dude, it's... I know I do. It's disgusting. Yeah. How much time <laughs> I spend on my phone? I spend way too much time on my phone. Especially now that all of jobs and everything are so related to, like, emails and phones and contacts and shit like that. Yeah. You know, like, I wish I could just stare at my phone just looking at stupid shit. But I actually got to be there on the prowl. Yeah. Yeah. Hunting, hunting. You're hunting for the next hunting good comment. For them papers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So this was a What Wow podcast. Remember to follow us. We're on Spotify, also on YouTube. Uh, and uh, any closing comments there, Chris? No, I'm gonna be performing this Friday in La Serena. So if you are in La Serena, I'm gonna be at a bar, Living Loft, near uh-huh. the beach. Cool. And we'll probably start around nine thirty or ten o'clock. So where is it? Do you know the actual address? I don't know the address off the top of my head. Okay, well, we'll post it on the Instagram. Living Just if anybody is in La Serena, they can go see your shit. Awesome. Cool. All right, so we'll see you next week, guys, with more What Wow.